Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Dome my foot. Nice. Maceo Parker? No? Yeah, no Maceo man. Parker. Yeah. Are we going? Oh. Go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Ignorant <laughs> Uninformed. I am your host, Maceo Parker. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. It's Benji Pickens, and I'm here with Max Sarak. The elephant stepped on my foot. Yeah, and Ben Whitmore, what's up? Well, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's him. He just did fresh in off the farm. <laughs> anyway, man, this is a show we like to take your topics and turn them into our show, literally. Uh, we like to choose your topics and talk about them for half an hour. And Max is going to tell you, we actually give a little love back. We do. A little something, something. A little something back do. to the community. Love. Love in the form of T-shirts. The most sacred and holy of loves between a man mm-hmm. and, and lady. A t-shirt. And his piece of <laughs> cotton. Yeah, his it's like magical a, T-shirt. It's like a big jag rag is what yeah, it is. It's you, a can, huge, you can use it multiple times. You could use it for that. Yeah, you could multiple really times. Before you or so size jag rag. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. No, you guys are... Uh, Good enough to us to make this show go round by giving us a whole bunch of topics. There's a big, beautiful bowl full of them uh, sitting on this table. They all came from you, and there are a couple ways for you all to get you them know to who us. You are. That's right. You know what you did. Uh, you can hit us up on the Facebooks and Facebook. message us. You can twank us on Twitter at Igan You can email us topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. Email, check into yeah. email, <laughs> or Go ahead you, rip, can you can you know you can ripple us on Splashnet, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. which, which doesn't exist yet, but it probably will. So it probably will by the time TM. this comes out. Trait <laughs> TM five, yeah. Splashnet, Splashnet. You can <laughs> pin us on Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> With you, you might have to have your woman do that. You can M us on Imgur. <laughs> <laughs> you can. You, I don't know what else is there. The uh, yeah, you and can then song you can visit us on Songza, the website. Yeah, on Bandcamp. Now you can uh, uh, visit the website ignorantuninformed.com. Click the topics button. Oh, that's really and, purple. Uh, yeah, that's oh. another way to. Uh, ben has got his lonely little dick beaters on the topic, <laughs> and let's see what it is. Uh, <laughs> it's misty summer. Yeah. Is that a real person? <laughs> it's totally a real person. That's my and friend Misty. I she's not a stripper? No, she's okay. not a stripper. <laughs> Got it. Thanks, Any, Misty, anymore. for the topic. That's uh, awesome. Her middle name is actually Dawn. Misty, Misty Dawn. 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 I like it. Yeah. I like it. She's a good Southern gal. Louisiana. Nice. I actually wanted to name my daughter uh, Rainy Winter. So. <laughs> for real? Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, thanks, Misty. Guys, thanks, Misty. Uh, can we have the topic, please? Have you ever had a recurring dream? If so, what was it? How long did it last? Do you still have it? What does it mean? Hmm. Ooh, okay. A That's a lot there. of questions. That's, That's cool. Lined up. We're going to leave this one off to the side so I can reference it later. Yeah. When, when you need the parameters. And then when I need to call Misty, I'll, I'll give her a call. Be like, hey, hey, hey. Recurring dreams? Have you guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Crazy. Yeah. Actually, I, I, I've never, I've only had we one. We were talking about this the other day. You, when I was you a kid. fuckers don't remember your dreams anymore. Yeah, but I, I, I had one when I was a kid that was just... Absolutely terrible. A recurring dream? Uh, yeah. Okay. Fucking what? absolute nightmarish, just absolute terrible. Sh- sh- show and tell? Share and you tell? Or you, uh... Oh, yeah, I'll tell you about it. Man, when I was a little kid, man, I had like uh, like a few uh, like ear surgeries, you know, tubes in and oh, out of my yeah, ears, yeah, yeah. you know, a lot of problem. And uh, when water would hit my ears, like the inside of my inner ear, like, you know, in the, in the, you feel like, like deep in the canal, it feels mm-hmm. like somebody takes an ice pick and sticks them in there. Ooh. So there was a dude in my dreams. That kidnapped kids that had problematic ears. Now, that sounds really stupid. I was probably like five, six, Dude, seven cool, when this was going on. Just like two, dream, just like man. several years. But sense. it was like several years. 
while I was fighting these these uh, ear infections. Shit. I mean, like ear infections to the point where like I'd be sitting in class, dude, and like my ear would just stop start leaking. You know uh, what I'm saying? Like, and I'd feel it, and I'd be like all embarrassed. You know, no one saw it. You know, and shit. You know that I thought. You know that I knew it. Anyway, it was just it was it was painful. It was horrible. And then I'd go to sleep and have these dreams, and we had to do things. When it was never sexual or anything like that, we had to do just fucking chores, and you know, just kind of. You know, we had to like, like basically, we were his slaves. Okay. And any, uh, anything, you know, was, uh, was like all the punishment was always getting strapped down into a bathtub with like a half ear line full of water, if that makes sense, like three inches, two inches of water where, where you couldn't raise your head up, but the water was just high enough to get into your ears. And I'd wake up screaming because I was always in trouble. So, man, I was always getting punished in this. In this weird, fucked up way, but that was like Crazy. his way of like punishing me all the time, and I was always in there, and I'd wake up screaming and go in there to my mom and all that stuff. How long? How many years do you think you had that dream? Probably two or three. You know, I mean, not like every well, night, like, obviously, but you know, I probably had the dream shit eighty, eighty-five times, ninety times. You yeah, know? I mean, it was just a bunch. You know, I obviously don't remember, but it was. Just, I just remember like consuming obviously. a lot of my childhood, man. It was yeah. a big deal. Crazy. So would it end like with you screaming? You know, it, it, with... Wake, wake up screaming. Okay. When, when the water, it always like it was always me like trying to avoid getting in trouble, which was very, very similar to my own situation. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. You know, at home. Um, but the punishment was different. My stepdad's punishments were real fucking weird and bizarre anyway. But they weren't like, you know, like painful to the ears or anything. Okay. But this one was. And like shove it yeah. in your Well, that's good. Yeah, this one that's was positive. though, man. And uh, it was uh, like it, I get always woke up with me. Like it always ended with me getting punished. <clears throat> sometimes solo, sometimes with somebody. Where we're both just like where you can feel them, you know, like you're both like struggling against your restraints, kind of a thing, and yeah, and like and as the water's filling up, like it's a real slow fill up, you know, and you can feel it like coming up to where you know it's going to start fucking hurting your ears, but it wasn't like enough to drown you or anything like that, you know, and uh, it was just it was fuck, dude, it was awful, fuck, crazy, man, really that was, sounds yeah. terrible. And like, so yeah, how was, what yeah. like time frame do you think this dream recurred through? Oh, like, probably like five to eight or something like okay, that. Okay, I got you. Five to seven, something like that. Crazy, Crazy. man. Uh, so I've never actually had a recurring, like the same dream, but I've definitely had like a similar style of dream that I get every once in a while. Yeah. But Ben, you were really, it, it looked like you had, you oh, had I, some recurring dreams. Yeah. I've had several version, like several different recurring dreams throughout my life. Okay. I tend to remember a lot of my dreams. Okay. Well, go for it, man. Let's, let's hear the first one. But uh, well, the earliest one I can remember is uh, I was in this I was always in this house and it's a house that like is not really my house but it was always like kind of a, an amalgamation of several houses that I had lived sure. in or visited like, like the brain does yeah, kind yeah of pieces like, together yeah it's like like this section where there's three doors and a bedroom looks a lot like my friend Emily's house and but the paint scheme like, was all different <laughs> yeah but everything was like di- that, it was yeah. like on the wrong side of the house yeah. and the, the living room was my living room but it was like my grandma's. Yeah kitchen and yeah. like just like a amalgamation of houses but anyway so i'm in this i'm in the house and there's somebody else in the house and it's just me usually sometimes there's like another kid with me and it was just like you know i'm like eight nine maybe ten but uh and so i'm like running and you're trying to run around through the house and this guy is like chasing you and every you know you like run through into the bedroom you hide behind the desk and then suddenly he's outside the window but he was just in the kitchen you know, like so oh, somehow the old, the old like like my, Michael robber Myers. in the house, yeah. yeah, like like horror movie type sure. okay. thing in the house, and then uh, so that's how the dream always starts: is me trying to like run 
and hide from this whatever person's in the house. And it's just like this creepy voice. Like you can always hear him. Like no matter where you are, like he's always he's just whispering right in your head, you know. Okay, it's, it's creepy. It's okay. creepy as hell. Always a dude. Yeah. Okay. Like a, like a scary dark same like, dude. Like shadow of a man. It wasn't like a real okay. Like yeah, a person. It was just the, like the theoretically shadow. like the same guy. Like you assume. Yeah, it was the same guy. Like it was the same weird creepy voice. Yeah. It wasn't anything I can identify, but it was yeah. like okay. Like if I heard it in a movie, I'd be like, oh, it kind of sounds like that, but not really. And uh, but yeah, and then so I finally get out of the house, and then the driveway. He's covered in bees, and that like the car. I'm get. Crazy. I'm going to the car. Okay. I'm trying to get to the car, which is in the driveway, the minivan, our old Plymouth Voyager minivan. Sure, sure. And but the whole thing, like the site, like from the stoop of the house to the walkway to the driveway, and the entire length of the driveway, and the car itself, literally just covered in a mass of creeping doom, that... crawling bees. Wow, that's crazy. Did, you, did but... you see something like that? Does that reflect like a movie or anything that you saw? Uh, maybe. I don't know, man. Yeah. I think I've always been kind of scared of like insect swarms and stuff. Like, just they are scary when it's like on a swarm level. Yeah. Like, I was never really allergic to bees or anything. I mean, more than like most people are. But I had some friends who were like, you know, one bee sting and they're dead. So I think that always kind of like scared me. And then that movie, My Girl, I don't think helped. Yeah, when sure. a kid gets attacked by hornets or bees or God. whatever. Did Macaulay Culkin? Macaulay Culkin, yeah. 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 I don't know if you know, but he lived through that. No, I know. But in the movie, he didn't. In the movie, that kid died. Yeah, he's still alive, though, as a person. Is he though? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's he gave up yeah. his he gave I, up I, his. I, I soul. stand corrected. <laughs> I stand corrected. Yeah, I don't think what he has is really what I would consider <laughs> being alive. No, just a hollow husk of a human just being marching towards death. Meth's a hell of a drug, man. The uh, okay, so that was the first. So that was like one of the early recurring circa dreams I ages, like probably six. Yeah, maybe like eight to ten. I okay. would say. Okay. And I had that for a while. And every once in a while, I'll still have the, the bees. The bees so will come it back in, man. in my like, dreams. Okay. Like, you just woke up, but like, like you just woke up with the like, oh uh, my It God. always ends with me being devoured by bees. Yeah. Oh, like, wow. Like, you I, actually like feel them eating you or stinging you? They, or like, do they, they just like... They just encompass me. Okay. Like, and I'd feel like they would, they would be covering my black. entire body except for my face. And then I would wake up, you know, in my covers. And I was like, oh, that's what my... Covered in semen. My brain just, <laughs> my brain would just, you know, use the covers and the the ability that I can't really move as much as I'm moving in your my dreams. That was always something that stuck out to me. Was like when you try to fight or run or do something like very physical in your dreams, like you can't, you feel like you're moving through molasses or uh, like you just can't. And you can you can't see aim. it when you watch your dog's dream. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure in his dream he is running, but his feet oh. are like his feet are just like retard twitching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was an early uh, a recurring okay. dream. Okay. I've had a few dreams uh, that involve a lawn chair that flies over the countryside. Like, Are you, you know, sitting one of those, like, in the lawn chair? I'm sitting like, in the lawn chair. And, like, of... and you just like kind of like tense up and then the lawn like, kind of <laughs> launch yourself with the chair. Sure. Like, you know those aluminum ones with the nylon webbing? I do. Yeah. Like, and they had like weird colors and yep. plaids and stuff. It's that it's lawn chair the with the chair plastic. Of the of the 80s, man. Oh, yeah. That was the that chair. That chair. Yeah. It's that chair. I got you. And with the with the white plastic sure. handles on the arms. And, man, that was awesome. Okay, so that was chair. like a good recurring dream then? You would just like fly that all one over was the good. world? Like, it would it'd always end like usually I had to get away from something or I was going somewhere. Like, I feel like that was maybe a dream that was, you know, about, you know, getting to the next thing hmm. in okay. your life. 
Man, I feel and like then, we uh, could. Uh, I feel like we could make a movie with that. I mean, that that actually sounds fantastic. <laughs> it was like pretty the, great. It's like the American, like white trash version of an American carpet. <laughs> like your folding lawn chair. The flying folding lawn chair. I took folding off. Lawn chair. <laughs> I took off from like a mo- like a trailer home. Like yeah, it was no, my grandma's totally, house. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You live in a mobile home. You're like, for a while. I fucking got my sweet tea filled all the way to the top, and I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I got my cha- I got my chalk cup. We're doing this. Yeah. Like, dang, all, look at him go. The hardest part was like, and it was kind of like you were attached to a parachute. Sure. Like you, as you're landing, like you get lower and lower, and then eventually you just lean forward in the chair and kind of like, you know, just run sure. to mm. slow yourself okay. down once okay. you hit the ground. Do you I remember, remember landing. I remember like flying around, and you could just like lean left or right. It was great. Steer. Yeah. No. Of course. Do yeah. you remember any places you visited in uh, in your magic launch? What What I imagine was like Scotland or Ireland. It was very hmm. green. Okay. And like kind of rolly hills. Yeah. Again, it's, it's, it's what my brain told me that like. Yeah, like so, on the front of a book, like, oh, that's what Scotland looks like. Yeah, it was like over the moors, <laughs> or something, and it was that was usually where I ended up, and I landed mm. to go check that. Okay, out. did you uh, do you have any ties to Scotland or Ireland, like at the time uh, in your life? Was there like most people in uh, my like I have ancestry from all over Europe, and okay. so I think that's my only real tie. I don't think I'm particularly Scottish or Irish or okay. Mostly it's English and German. Okay, I think, but. I've always been fascinated by the by the culture and the the pictures I've seen of those places. I mean, I don't know if you're really it's into the Highlander cool. or if there was <laughs> No, I didn't watch the Highlander, but I, I imagine he I would be right at home there. Dude. Fuck. All right, <laughs> I could be only one. That's the only thing <laughs> I know about Highlander. Oh, have you never seen him? I just no, I, I just know that it, there can be only one. The movie, so another Highlander will try to kill you. The if you're o- a Highlander. The OG movie with Sean Connery is Fucking dope, dude. Sean Connery. uh, His part is it. Like, as him, as like the Obi Wan Kenobi mentor, uh, is pretty rad. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so circa magic flying lawn chair. When did these. This was probably like. Like. Ages 11 to 14, maybe. Okay. Where would that have put you at? When were you born? When was I born? 1984. Okay. Yeah. Mid 90s. I was trying to think if there's like a. You know, like something that would have spawned that. It seems like a, a it's it's reminiscent. I feel like of, I've seen uh, a lawn chair in the air, like tied up with like six balloons. That, there was a book or something where a kid, yeah, maybe where maybe a kid floated like in a lawn chair somewhere. I it, just I have that. It's middle reminiscent picture. to me of like the feeling is like Flight of the Navigator type. Okay, which is okay. kind of a late movie, sure, late eighties, sure. yeah, early nineties movie. Great, great movie. Fantastic. Yeah. Love that movie. Okay. Okay. Fucking uh, Ethan Hawke's in it, right? Ooh, I have no idea. That dude, yeah. it's been so long. I don't even it's remember that movie. movie. It's like Goonies era, like yeah. a little after the Goonies. Yeah. And that kid with the the glasses who kind of looked like Jerry, like fat Jerry O'Connell, but not really. Yeah. What was his name? Damn it. No I clue. Uh, I've had... That's the only, like, positive recurring Was it, was it fat Jerry O'Connell? Because he was in... Uh, <laughs> He was in Stand By Me. Stand By Me, yeah. It's like I, that era. Yeah, like Burn. the 80s. Burn. Fat yeah. Jerry O'Connor. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, now he's like banging Rebecca Romaine Stamos. And, and Rebecca uh, Romaine John Stamos. Yeah. And John Stamos. Together. <laughs> but let's be honest, who wouldn't? He's banging the Stamoses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they got divorced, though, a while ago. Mm. Rebecca, she's just Rebecca Romaine now. And mm. I think Gary She'll O'Connor always be Rebecca Romaine Stamos to me. Mm hmm. I. Like every time I think about having sex with her, he's always right there watching, <laughs> just combing his hair. It's weird. Because <laughs> I weird. always just wanted to be like, I have fucking her mercy. That's what he's saying, <laughs> Uncle yeah. Jesse. Uncle Jesse. Nope. 
right. Just me. So <laughs> the only uh, like reoccurring. So I haven't had like the exact same dream reoccur, oh, but yeah. I've definitely had. I'd say every about six months or so, even to this day, and I don't even remember how long ago it started. It had to be. I assume it was in high school. Because most of these dreams have something to do with, like, academics or extracurriculars or something. But it's, like, that dream where... Before you started smoking all that weed. Yeah, possibly. No, your brain went all... No, crazy. believe me, I was smoking plenty in college. The, uh, <laughs> nice. But it was the dream where, like, you know, the paper is due that you totally forgot about <laughs> that you haven't started working on until... You know, and it's like an hour before class, and you're oh, like, yeah. fuck, what am I going to do? Or, you know, there's one with speech and debate where, like, I'm going to change my piece before the next contest. And, like, like oh, my God, I don't have it memorized. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, ah. And then I, oh, yeah, I have like, those dreams, too. I wake up in bed, uh, you know, at 33 and just, like, that's oh. funny, man. Because uh, oh, it's cool. It's, okay, it's kind of a uh, cool. Okay. I mean, that's kind of indicative of who you are. That I could see you being like, and I could see if I was going to school with you, I'd be really irritated. Like if we were buddies in school, you'd be like, "Oh, I gotta get this paper done." I'm like, "Dude, come on, dude! They are partying over here. Come on, we can do that on Monday like, morning, dude. The bitches, <laughs> the bitches, come on, Look, man! I'll just, I'll write half. Mine was the... always trying to get out of something. Like it was different, you know. Every time, you know, the stuff I had to do, but it was always me lying or <laughs> trying to get out of something, then ultimately getting caught and then yeah. punished, which okay. was real, real indicative of my life at the time. Sure. And, and then Ben is like, just wanted to travel far, far away. I just want to fly, fly, Make me a lawn chair. Fly, so, fly, fly, far, far, far away. away. <laughs> okay, so that was, that was circa... When was that? Uh, was that... 10 to 14. Divorce time? No. No? That was later on? Yeah. So what's the next phase in your dream uh, life? Then they kind of, like, recurring dreams started showing up with, like, theater stuff. Hmm. Okay. Like, I would be doing... A sh- Actually, it started um, when I was probably about 18... And it's it's a uh, fucking show that when I was I worked at Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure when mm-hmm, I was there mm-hmm, in Orlando, mm-hmm, Florida. Mm-hmm. I know, and I used to do the show called Poseidon's Fury. Dude, I've told you, me and my parents went on Poseidon's Fury yeah. like three years ago when we went and checked out Harry Potter Land. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. OK. Like, so that was my show. I used <coughs> yeah. to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I used to own that. Who's there now? Mark? He sucks. <laughs> he sucks. No, there are like 40 of them. So <laughs> no, it, there's believe, no yeah. possible way I would ever mess that up. But like I would ever be like, hey, I was the only one. I was like one of the bad ones. Ooh, I was the place one. burn. I'm gonna, they, they can't do it without me. I was, every once in a while, they would like secret shop your show. You know, mm. they put like a producer in there and they yeah. like, watch and take notes. Then sure. Well, it's a huge. I mean, it's a it's a big business. It's a there. big. They, ass they want to make sure it's running appropriately. Oh yeah. And I thought I was hilarious. I thought I did a great show. And then I would always like get secret sh- secret showed or whatever they. I don't. They had a name for it. But I forgot what it's called. And then they'd sit down. And they'd be like, Ben, um, in between your fourth and fifth show, if you could just come into my office, please, that would be great. And I'd be like, Oh shit. Because there was always like, He's we had this green room, and oh my god, no, it was a woman named Mindy, and she mm. was uh, my my uh, my manager, and she was great. I think she still works there, but uh, maybe not there. She's probably way up higher on the chain now. But they would always kind of be like, okay, so you need to be less frantic, and you need to, you know, stick to the script more. Like, <laughs> don't and and they would go they would go through. And, like, make note of jokes that you made that were not in the script. Yeah. And just be like, this one's not working. This one's not funny. This one's offensive. This one. It wow. wasn't, like, anything like, that you did that was original and yours. They were like, A lot this. of it was. Okay. And, and like, and that's got to be, like, uh, that's got to hurt you. They just you. didn't like my tailor. I think, yeah. ultimately, my, because the tailor is the character's name, because it's mm. a unisex name, so it could be boys or girls. Um, and so you're, 
and the re- the only reason it has to be named is because like there's a section where the professor has a pre-record everything's pre-recorded and he he says your name on the radio and he goes Taylor Taylor get those people out of there blah, blah, blah. And you're like you're like what professor we just got here <laughs> so what what did you and so I would have recurring <laughs> dreams sorry to get back on the wait, top. No, wait, wait, hold on I, 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 I gotta go hold on man I gotta understand how this process works I want to know how the process works for you getting a job at Universal Studios in Orlando Florida like how does that process work how did you end up being Taylor I auditioned is is it just that simple? What? Like, like, did you audition for Taylor, or did you go to Universal Studios in audition for an acting part, uh, and I, then they put you as Taylor? Um, or is it like very yeah. specific? Well, I actually left. They do have like general auditions where you come in and like, and and they'll see other people and they'll. But they had a specific call for new Taylors, and I knew a guy who his daughter <laughs> was in my high school, and we did a show together. And and he saw me and he thought I was good and funny and he was like, you know what, you should <laughs> you'd make a good Taylor. You, you are kid. the perfect Taylor kid. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was one of the original Taylors. Like he was, right. he originated the role. Ben's rolling uh, in there like, cut me, Mick. <laughs> I'm floundering out so there. Anyway, so this guy's name is Rob. Rob Dyches, an awesome dude. Uh, and his Brittany, his daughter Brittany Dyches, was in my in my grade, and they they went to our church. You know, it was just yeah. like we just knew them. Yeah. And, uh, so he's like Ben. Because I was I was a senior I think at the time because her daughter his daughter was a freshman and um so he's like hey come out to these auditions and he introduced me to this guy named Lyle Moon who I think still works at Universal and uh, he Lyle was he's Lyle's a strange guy he just kind of sits there thin guy glasses like just always wore like the same blue shirt with the Universal logo embroidered on there and he would always take his glasses off and like sit and stare at you. Well, you're auditioning. It was very unnerving. And he goes, okay, Ben. Um, that was okay. Thanks so much for coming in. And that was it. And that was it. Like, oh, God. So I went in. I auditioned. And they, they gave me the part. And it's like three weeks of training to do this show. Like, like, nine, like you come in after hours once the park's closed. And you just run the show over and over and over again. And it's kind of confusing. Like, the show's actually awesome. I could talk about Besides the Fury for an entire episode. But I won't. <laughs> But uh, basically, it's like this room-to-room show. Like, you start sure. out in one room. The doors yeah, no, open. Shit happens. Yeah. You go through a water tunnel. More shit happens. Yeah. And then eventually, like, you you know, you climb Does up Does it move in a circle? Set. It's, or is it's it a four tra- rooms. Is it, is it actually a track? Like, you, you physically walk from one room to the other. Like oh, everybody walking, does. Yeah. Oh, everyone walks. You start out in one walking. room. <laughs> we're, that's, that's the hardest part of the show. And that's where I always got in trouble was where you had to, like – because sometimes there's another show in front of you, so you have to slow down. Or, like, everyone's just taking forever to get into the room because it's so crowded and there's, like... What did you call them? Just stragglers, meanders? What did you call them? Cows. Everybody's got a name. When you're uh-huh. herding people like that? Oh. The people that... The looky-loos, gapers? Uh, I don't really recall there like having... A, you know what I'm saying? Is there, like, a Universal Studios name for that? Like, faggots? No, you're supposed to... You're supposed to call everybody guests. Like, they're not oh, they're not okay. customers. They're guests. They're, like... Sure. Mm, they're, so I would I would be, like... I always made jokes and kind of made fun of the people that were, like, getting in there and be like, hey, don't feel... Because don't. you're... You have to pack... Like, sometimes when the park's really packed, you have to pack in, like, 250 people in a room that's built for 175, you know, like, comfortably. So you're like, come on. Everyone get in there. And they can't close the doors until, like... And you, the... The recording for the next room won't start until those doors are closed. Like so, everyone has to come through. Oh, man, and then, so then it's like you're in the you're in the treasure room number two, and you're just like 
But you're like, oh, okay, come on. That was the hardest one. Like getting everyone into room number two was always the hardest. Can Can I ask why you you they didn't like the, your Taylor? How did you portray Taylor that you think they didn't like it? Were you like it panicky? Like they, it sounds like you... they told you exactly. Like what was your criticism? Uh, well, I used to do this joke about. And Kevin Brown uh, will attest to this because Kevin he worked, Allen, Kevin Allen, uh, he would uh, he worked at Universal and the Blues Brothers show. He was Jake Blues at the <laughs> at the same time, so we would go and see each other's shows and like yeah, get lunch together and like it was fun. But um, anyway, so Kevin would uh, come and he he it's his favorite joke that I ever did. But was uh, there's this big recording and Zeus comes in and he's just like. No, you've done well, Taylor. You've brought back something very dear to me. And you go, oh, and you have the trident. You have Pos- the whole thing is to get Poseidon's trident. And you're like, oh, I found your fork. Like, and I would just like make that joke, and I always got a little bit of a laugh. But they did not like that joke. They said, don't, don't do that. That's Poseidon's trident. It is really <laughs> fucking important that you say trident. And I was like, well, it's. Taylor's kind of stupid. Like he doesn't know anything. And anyway, that was my. I think my character. <laughs> okay, my character your, was too stupid. Okay, to okay, be. okay. And I don't think that I came off as uh, in room two, especially. <laughs> but uh, I don't think I came off as as unrehearsed or like unscripted. I think I hmm. came off as like I have to be here now. And then I say this, and then I walk over here, and I'm looking around, and I'm looking around, and oh, I found the trident. I think I was too rehearsed. Okay, and I was just too comfortable okay and they didn't like that because it needs a sense of urgency i think because you in room two especially you want people to feel like holy shit maybe maybe we are gonna die in here like, like fuck it's we're this yeah. is it man like, universe studios be like oh out. shit he doesn't know what he's doing like fuck. this is this ride broken like what the hell's going on like <laughs> you know maybe there's really the spirit of lord darkanon is really gonna come and kill our souls to <laughs> in all fairness the doors were closed when we walked in we don't know what happened to in front of us <laughs> who knows <laughs> i don't i don't i don't even like talking about it. anyway so then so i always this I think dream. It was just because i had too much shit on my mind about yeah. i didn't want to fuck up because yeah. you have to be in like yeah. like if you did it wrong in in the in the yeah. treasure room in room four not in the temple room in room four, they would uh, you could fucking blow yourself up because there was like human sized fireballs that go off, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like it's big stunt effects. How, how many, like how many right would you do in a typical work period? Anywhere between four and eight. Like four was the minimum, and then eight was like if you were running shows every ten minutes. Okay. Well, you weren't phys- like they would put a new group in every ten minutes. That's like the most you so, could be. So there was like eight four tailors. Yeah, there's usually and they're rotating through and every okay, four, every you. you do one every forty minutes because okay. they would have like four tailors on at a time, sometimes five. Okay. Um. So then, what's the dream? Six. Where the you dream are back is being that Taylor. I have to do this show and the ride is completely different. Like they redid the room, <laughs> like the recording is different. And you're just bombing I'm always all like, place. I'm a, well, I'm like, I'm trying to do the script that I barely remember. Like I don't remember. I remember bits and pieces. Of course, but. Uh, now and and like, but the the temple room is like all different, and it's like actually flooded with water. Like it's there's pools of water, and you're trying not to drown. Is like water moves from one side to the other, and you're like, oh shit, I gotta move. <laughs> and then there's like you know the show's going on around because everything's pre-recorded. So in my dream, 
like all this shit's happening, and I'm like, I have no idea where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> like looking around, she's completely bombing. Yeah, well, it's not even that. It's just like I, I literally like don't know how to do that. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, it's not like I'm because it's never about like the audience is always like watching the show. Right, it's, so it's, it's never about them. For them, it's like not like they're like, you. boo! Okay. Okay. You like suck, Taylor! It's just about you not knowing. It's just me being not, like not completely unprepared yeah. and like thrown into this thing. And I'm like, okay. I don't even know my way around. Like in the secret, in like the, there's all these like passageways that you have to get around and stuff. And in my dream, there's like all these new ones. Sure. Like, everything's different. Sure. You're just like walking into I a don't black know what wall. I'm doing. <laughs> okay, yeah. so then circa, when was the, when does this dream strike? This is uh, the last five, ten years. Oh, crazy. Okay. Yeah, I still have it. Still I'm ongoing. Confused. Okay. Yeah. I still have that dream. Do you remember the last time you had it? Does it, does no. it coincide okay. with like no. a stressful opening of a show? Or so, I think there, like it's a stress dream. Like I think uh, typically if I'm really stressed out, I'll have a dream like that. Like, Or if I just don't feel prepared for something, like I've got just overwhelmed with shit to do and I haven't gotten to stuff. I think that's when that dream likes to rear its ugly head. Okay. I think ultimately it's just about being unprepared for, but trying to be professional and get your shit sure. done. Or, yeah. I mean, it could also be feeling prepared, but then getting into the situation and realizing that it's completely oh, prepared is, for something else. Exactly. There's way too much shit going on oh. here. For, I don't exactly. remember any of this. Is that the, the most recent of your recurring dreams? That's the one I have most frequently. Or it's like I'm doing a show and I only remember like part of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I did something here. Or, like, sometimes it's you're doing a show that I've – like, I'm doing a show that I've done before, but it's in a different space or it's, like, or it's like out of order or, like, what I think is coming next isn't really there. And then sometimes I'm doing – there's a scene and someone's giving me lines or telling me stuff and I'm just like, I have no idea what you're saying. What the like, fuck is happening? I, 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 and then so then it's me trying to, like, cover to be like, oh, yes, Uncle Jim, what – who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, just, I leave my head back and then breathe out of my nose and I just ride into the mic and I was like, fuck. All right, <laughs> slow down there, Smaug. <laughs> Cucumber bingle datch. Uh, that's Benedict's Cumberbatch. Yeah, no, I got you. It's just yeah. fun to say his name wrong. Mm, okay. Is it? Zinglebop Beasle Day. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so that, Dude, that is one that's of the like best one of the most... actor names ever. Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah, that's a dope ass. It's, I mean, it's hard to get more British. Bunglebap Cumberbun. Do they have a do they have a the actors guild, the SAG over there as well, where only one person gets to pick? Yeah. Sweet. But you could you could be Benedouche Cumberbick if you wanted to be. Mm, Benedouche Cumberdick? <laughs> uh, Benedouche. Oh my god, I hope that's a porn star's name somewhere. <laughs> uh, it'll be mine. T M five four five. Yeah. TM Ignorant Uninformed. My poor name is uh, Hot Mexican Chocolate. Mine's Archer Flagstaff. Nice. Yeah. How do we? Oh, you you uh, the the road that you grew up on okay. the street name mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, the name of your first dog. The... It, no, it yeah, it's the other way around. It's your na- first pet. No, Hunter Flagstaff. That's what it was. It was Hunter yeah, Flagstaff. Mine's Mike. Mine's Mike Western. Because the first your first <laughs> yeah, name if I did it like that. your pet and then the the road you grew okay. up on. Uh, I had a hamster named Eek. <laughs> nice. So it would like be Eek the cat, much like Eek awesome. the cat. So it would be like Eek Gladiola. Oh would wow, be that's awesome! My, wow. that's my pretty good. Name. Gladiola. That's, that's sounds, an awesome. That name. sounds like uh, like uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a, almost like a hunter flag staff. Like I did grow up woman. on Archer 
uh, Archer Road oh, was, okay. was the road I kind of grew up on in Orlando. So it was Arch- that's where I got Archer from. But then when we lived in Jupiter, Florida, we lived on Flagstaff Circle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was hun- and then the first dog I remember having was Archer was Hunter. So you could be Hunter Archer. I could be Hunter Archer, but it, I think it would be Hunter Flagstaff because that's the road I, that I remember first. That's the appropriate way? Mm. Yeah. Mm, okay. Otherwise, it'd be Hunter Silk? Silk Oak? Silk Oak Terrace was the road. <laughs> that that actually sounds right. <laughs> that is my, name's, my name's Hunter Silk. My name's Hunter Silk Oak. <laughs> uh, I'm here for I'm Gang in, Bang. <laughs> I'm, I'm also one-sixth Cherokee. <laughs> I one six Cherokee and one sixth Choctaw. 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 Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> I like your pronunciation. You got to pronounce it right. Dakota. Like, that's how my people say it. <laughs> yeah. No. Dakota. I, Dakota. I, res- I respect that. Yeah. Ah, Dakota. Yeah, it sounds very, Aye. very Aye. Japanese. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And free <laughs> Gekatu. On that note, (laughs) Joseph Campbell, uh, dream is the personalized myth, myth, the depersonalized dream, both myth and dream are symbolic in the same way of the dynamics of the psyche. But in the dream, the forms are quirked by the peculiar troubles of the dreamer. Whereas in myth, the problems and solutions shown are directly valid for all mankind. Uh, Just like Poseidon's fury. Poseidon's fork. Poseidon's fork. We found your fork. Poseidon's fork. Poseidon. Poseidon. Poseidon's fork. <laughs> hey, thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We have been your illustrious host, Mr. Benji Pickens. The, yeah. uh, it looks like an ice cream cone the way you have that microphone. Yeah, it's, and uh, Max Serac stands Serac. It's a fork. Lord Daikon is coming for your soul. Darkanon. Oh, it was his name. Daikon's a radish. I don't know. I tried. Oh, that was nice. I like it that. It is. It and is I am radish. Ben Hollywood, Taylor Universal Studios, Poseidon's Furio Whitmore. We're going to be back next week with a hot new dose of freshness. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast you're listening to us on. You can send us a topic to topics at ignorantuninformed.com or twank us on Twitter. At Iganun, or like our Facebook fa- page, send us a message with your topic in it. Uh, that's facebook.com slash ignorantuninformed. I think I covered them all. Make sure you subscribe, like us, send us an email, download all the podcasts at ignorantuninformed.com. We'll be back next week The hot new episodes of freshness. Hot up in your grill. Open wide. Peace. Professor.